All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured titan today, Jen DePlessis. Jen, thanks so much. Absolutely, I'm so excited to be here. I'm honored to have you. I know the anticipation is great. And you know, Max might not make a, an in, intro <laughs> into here. I know you guys saw him in the story. Maybe he'll go through yeah. He's a little amazing puppy, but um, anyhow, Jen. He ran out of puppy gas. He did. He's, 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 he's tired. He's so tired right now. <laughs> Um, but I'm super excited just to dive in. Um, I'm so honored that you took the time to be on the show and for the audience and really share so much knowledge and background and expertise that you have. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So let's just jump in if you're okay. all right. Okay, yeah, I want to. Uh, so I guess let's just yeah. start with you telling everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay, oh gosh, where do I start? Well, let me just start with the fact that we're sitting where we're sitting, right? Sure. We're sitting here in this beautiful model home, right? Love it. And uh, we're in Colorado Springs, which mm -hmm. is I'm a native of Colorado Springs, so it's just exciting to be able to come here. And you know, we had planned this uh, quite a while ago, and, and sure. you know, making sure that everybody knows, you know, on my podcast that you were also a guest on my podcast, and we thought, oh, how fun if we can ever do this together whenever I'm traveling here. And it's been about a year and a half yeah. or so. Yeah. And I said, hey, I'm coming, let's do it. And so, how exciting to be here in my hometown, just looking out here. I wish we could show you what we're seeing with Pikes Peak, and um, it's a beautiful blue sky day as it usually is, and it's just kind of full circle, you know, sure. for me. Um, I retired from lending, you know, a 35-year career. Okay. May 22nd last year, so just a couple days ago. It's wow. been a year, and time flies. It's just crazy. And, um, you know, just I had a really extensive career. Started actually started at Lawyer's Title. Okay. Yeah, let, let's, let's talk more. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, that's what's fun. What was the background yeah. and what got you into the yeah. business and your flow to where you are today? Yeah. Well, here's what's really funny. Um, so I was part of DECA. I went to Mitchell High School. Okay. For those of you. Yeah. Um, back then, right? It was great. And uh, it, I was in DECA. And so back then, you know, in 1970-something, um, you know, women were expected to be secretaries, sure. right? So yeah. I would go to a class and learn how to type, learn how to take shorthand and note hand, and, and then the second half of the day, I'd go to a job, and I happened to get a job at Lawyer's Title, and this was even before we had the little white tape that you could retract to make a mistake, if you made wow. a mistake, typing title policies. Huh. And then when I went to college at Colorado State University, I kept with the title company, okay. uh, but we didn't have fax machines. So I delivered title policies on my bicycle wow. for my income yeah. while I was studying. And uh, so I don't count that time in my 35 years, okay. by the way. So okay. I've actually been in a little bit longer than that. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of where it started okay. and you know, went to school and I uh, couldn't get a job in the, career, in the line of work that I was at. It was just... What was that, if you don't Architectural I mean? design and construction engineering. Wow. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's hard now for sure. men and women to get jobs in architecture. and. So I went to Snelling and Snelling. They sent me on an interview to a mortgage company and a bank. I never made it to the bank. Wow. And went to the mortgage company. Rates were 18.5%. And, and I said, what's percent? <laughs> now, I great. knew 50% off something on sale. But I didn't know any percentages. And the rest is history. I was hmm. a setup clerk and went through processing, became an underwriter for many years, and a sales manager, a top salesperson, and ultimately you know, in the top point zero zero three percent of loan officers in the country. Love that. Yeah. So Huge just kind of, yeah, big, big story, long story. Can't ever do it 
when, especially when you ask me the question, tell me about you. I'm like, That's right. That, it's open yeah. forum for a reason. But, but Jen, yeah. I, I really want to dive a little bit deeper into your transition from that to what you're doing now. Yeah. Because it's yeah. huge what you do and what you have done. So mm -hmm. can you share a little bit of yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think what happens in your life is that you, you know, in your early years, you mm -hmm. learn, right? You learn. And then you spend a ton of time earning. And then there's a point in your life when you want to give back. Sure. Right? And so you return. So you learn, you earn, and you return. Mm -hmm. And I was straddling that learn or that earn return for so long, you know, that I was, I had been there, done that, right? I was, mm -hmm. I had a team. I was, um, in my book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights, I talk yeah. about finder, minder, and grinder, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was the finder. I had already done the minding and the grinding, and now it was time to move on to something else. And um, But I, it was kind of a fix. It was mm -hmm. like, you know, what do I do? I could do mortgages, or I could go, what can I do? What can yeah. I do? And uh, the, day, the day that I became an originator, because mm -hmm. I was mostly in ops, because that's what women did, Mostly in ops in the early years. Uh, the day that I became out, uh, came out and uh, became a loan originator, I said, you know, I'm going to be an educator. Hmm. And so from day one, all I did was teach realtors. That was wow. my my sort of specialty. I became the the dominant expert in the market for teaching. Love it. And um, so I did CE classes. That's what I did all the time. I was constantly doing these CE classes, and they morphed into other people saying, "Well, can you come teach us?" And hmm. Could you coach me? I think my first coaching client was $179 a month. Wow. And uh, yeah, I'm a ways from that now. <laughs> a little different now. <laughs> a little different you know? now, yeah. But it was it really was a nice fix for me, but it was also really good because I was able to um, keep my finger in the pulse of what was going on for everybody wow. to identify their pain and not just my pain, because I had pain too, you sure. know, breaking through different levels and it allowed me to stay within everybody's pain, and I just really enjoyed watching people be successful. Wow. And if I, it, it just brings me a lot of joy when someone says, oh, that was a great nugget, you changed my life. And I don't always know that that happens. So you know, we might talk about something here today that you go away and say, oh my gosh, that changed my life, and I'll never know about it, and that's okay, but that's what I'm giving back now. That's what I'm excited about. So I'm coaching, speaking, I'm now an international speaker, mm -hmm. Um, and I know you speak too. I can't yeah. wait to get you on one of my stages. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm just, oh gosh, I'm meeting all these unbelievable people. Mm. Uh, Les Brown, I'm now on his his uh, faculty and I'm traveling with Les Brown. Wow. And I've, I've spoken with so many famous people. It's just great. I'm not there where they are. Oh, come on. The humility but, is here. That's exactly but, what that is. But it's, it's a great thing for me to be reaching high too. Sure. You know, I don't always want to be not stagnant, you know what I mean? I want to reach high, so it's good. I'm surrounded by some really wonderful people. And so now it's a new, you know, it's a new series and it's a new place in my life and I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. Well, I, I mean, to me, your, your reputation and influence is huge out in the marketplace and what you do and what you've done and continue to. So um, I'm really, really excited just to dive a little bit deeper into that. Yeah. That was a really good window into Jen, but let's go into <laughs> the next question if that's right. Yeah. It's the why, right? Yeah. So Jen, what motivates you? What drives mm -hmm. you to do what you do mm -hmm. to the level that you do it at? Yeah. Well, uh, that's a really long story. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to shorten it. <laughs> Just a little. I'm going to try to shorten it up, yeah, a little bit. Uh, you know, if you, if you, if we, we, we rewind, right, mm -hmm. and go way back to my childhood, and I think that a lot of our, all of us, mm -hmm. our mess becomes our message, wow. right? Yeah. Whatever we experience in our life, you know, lives becomes the message we want to give out to the world. Sure. So, you know, my father was an alcoholic. Mm. 
Um, we, I'm one of 37 first cousins, so we're a big family, big oh, Catholic yeah. family. Wow. And, but I was the only one who was an only child. Hmm. And so I had all these cousins, and it was just me, but my dad was an alcoholic, so we were the poorest. You know, he's the alcoholic, they smoked, you know, that kind of thing. Wow. And the rest of them didn't. And so my name's Jennifer, mm -hmm. and he called me Jenny. My whole family calls me Jenny. Mm -hmm. um, don't ever call me Jenny. Now you know, <laughs> just in case you were thinking right. about it, don't do it. Right, and no, 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 I don't like the Jenny. Um, and yeah, so he would say, and he had nicknames for everybody, mm -hmm. you know. And it was Jenny who got a penny for mm -hmm. me. Um, Dan the man, Gene the machine, he had all these names. So mm -hmm. he didn't think anything about it. And uh -huh. I actually didn't either for a long time. I would just take a penny out of my shoe and say, oh, I have a penny. <laughs> I, I got didn't it. quite understand it, right? Right. But it wasn't until the day that he said to me, you know, you're going to be just like your father. You're going to amount to nothing. Hmm. You're going to be an alcoholic. You're going to be poor. You're never, ever going to be anything. And I thought, well, why would you ever tell me that? But I, I don't know what it was. Hmm. I can talk to him about it today, but very carefully because I start crying all the time. Yeah. Um, made a huge impact, right? Okay. Said that to me, no big deal. Hmm. Except I came home one day and my father had a shotgun to my mom's head. And this wasn't the first time, and it wasn't going to be the last time. But I wonder if this is going to be the time when he pulls the trigger. Right. And thankfully, I lived next door to my grandparents, so I ran over to their house. And um, actually, I ran into the cornfields. So if you've ever seen Forrest Gump, yeah. I met Jenny. I ran into the cornfields. That's, that was my solace. And I was just praying and praying and saying, please, God, don't let that happen, right, mm -hmm. number one. But in that moment, that's when everything triggered. Wow. And I said, that's it. This is an inside job. And I had been going to church every morning with my grandparents. Okay. So I'm very faithful, you know, very faith forward, very strong. And I said, sure. you know, this, this is not why I was put onto this earth, to just duplicate them. I was put on this earth for my purpose, right? Wow. And so from that moment on, my goal was to prove to everybody that I wasn't going to be that. And so many, many, many years, all I did was prove to everyone. So 4.0 GPA, uh, pre-med at Colorado State. That's why I went to Colorado State. Uh, for pre-med. I, I was Miss Runner Rapping Miss Colorado. I played flute and piccolo for the Colorado Springs Symphony when wow. I was in high school. But I was doing it all for them. Because if I was perfect, maybe dad wouldn't drink. Sure. If I was perfect, you know, all these other wonderful things might happen to me. Right. And it wasn't until, oh, gosh, I, you know, I can't even remember when it was. Maybe, maybe uh, late, maybe the early 2000s or something. Okay. And I was trying to break through a glass ceiling for myself. I was closing 18 loans a month every single month. Wow. And I had more loans in the pipeline, hmm. but I couldn't break through. Okay. And it was driving me crazy. And I realized I had to get out of my own way. Hmm. You know, and that was like a major breakthrough. But that breakthrough was I don't have to prove to people anymore. Okay. I have to prove to me. It's not huge. everybody else. Right? <laughs> and so what do I want to do to excel? me. And mm -hmm. once I was able to step out of my own way, I didn't go to 19 loans, I went to 26 and 32 and then never looked back. Wow. Right? So my why is that, you know, I had to prove to everyone about that, about, you know, if Jenny can do it, right. if Jenny who ain't got a penny and I was destined for failure, anybody can do it. Wow. You have the skills, no matter what your mess is, just identify what that mess is and make it your message, you know, and say that, you can do it. Anybody can do it. That's that's a huge message, and you know, a big takeaway for everybody who's watching or listening into this. It's it's ultra inspiring to note that no matter where you come from or what your background is, yeah. 
if the mindset's right and if your drive is there, go for it. Yeah. Do it. And, and um, I love that. And obviously, that's that's a huge part of why you're so successful and what yeah. you've done in it your life. It just keeps going career. like that. Yeah, it's in my DNA now. I mean, I can't I can't turn it off. <laughs> it's so now great. I, but you know, it's that's funny. My my success, my definition of success has right. definitely shifted. Sure. You know, and I'm I'm actually writing a new book right now. It's called Success to Significance. Oh, I love it's it. It's that shift from being successful and having that identity mm -hmm. to being significant and leaving a mark on the world, right? Wow. And the subtitle is Life After Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling. Mm -hmm. Because um, it's not all about this. Right. Now awesome. it, it could be at certain points in your life mm -hmm. it changes, but yep. but now success isn't about this for me. Sure. You know, it's about seeing other people be inspired to mm -hmm. truly step into that power that it's there. You just need to figure out how to use it, and I need to help you figure that out. Right? I, I love <laughs> this. I mean, this is so so good already, and we're just yeah. tapping in. So I I think this is a great segue into the next question. You're talking about success and, and really growth and developing yourself as a person professional. Um, if you could look back at your career thus far mm -hmm. and pick or choose one or two things you might have added to your business yeah. that took it from one level to the next, what's that look like for you? What advice would you give to other people yeah. that are out there in any uh, real estate realm? Yeah, there's actually there's actually two things that I okay. would say. I mean, first of all, going back to that story about breaking through that glass ceiling, mm -hmm. what that was was um, some ego, you know, some ego of. Sure. You know, I'm going to do this, and nobody else is going to get credit for it, hmm. right? And and that stems from my past, right? Sure. But I realized that I needed to get out of my own way mm -hmm. in order to move forward. So the first thing was identifying that you aren't as good as you think you are when you start getting better. Wow. And I know this sounds really funny, no, no, but you really aren't as good as you think you are as you start getting better and your business starts growing, mm. because in the beginning. You could do everything, and you could do it really well because sure. you only had one or two deals, right? Right. So you could hold it and hug it and call it good, <laughs> right? Walk so around with it, and then say, "Well, now we're as business. I got to go back out and get it again." But so your level of client experience and customer service and everything was really good, right? Um, but as you get busier, you that starts falling down. Okay. And then we say, "Well, I can't hire anybody. I don't have any time because my business has grown so much, mm -hmm. right?" And I don't have time and I can do it better than them. Well, here's the news. Once you start getting busier and you get better at what you do, mm. you start falling in certain places, right? Mm -hmm. And so now you're actually only working at 60% of capacity because you're too busy doing other things. So why not hire someone who can work at 80% capacity? It's better than you. Well said. Right? But we yeah. don't think that way. We think, you know. So once I did that, that's what allowed me to go from 18 to 26. I realized mm. it's not me. It's the experience I built okay. that built my business. You know, my clients were so compelled to tell their friends and family about me hmm. because of the experience they got. And I had to duplicate that experience on my on my own. Right. Till eleven thirty at night and we called it hotel home and, and oh, you wow. you know, people say you work twenty four seven, you really do because I get home at midnight and then I wake up at two going, I forgot and blah blah blah, you know, and all these things and sure. so you're really working twenty four hours a day, mm -hmm. right? And so once I realized, wait a minute, it's the experience they're getting by working with me, and if I can duplicate that experience through a, a pattern of systems and, hmm. and things, then I can be really, really scalable, and that's exactly what I did. So that's wow. the first thing. The second thing is coaching. Okay. Truly believe in coaching. I have four coaches right now. I pay over $5,000 a month for coaching. Hmm. A little, I think I pay maybe 
7,000. Okay. <laughs> Who's keeping oh track? Oh my gosh, you know? <laughs> I know, but it's ridiculous. Um, but we all need coaches because we all have blind spots that we don't see. Well it's also an accountability issue. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, it helps us get out of the busyness of the business and get into the actual business of the business. And once I had a coach, I started excelling even further. But I was growing not in production, but which in turn goes hand in hand. Absolutely, everything. absolutely. So I, I want to I touch on that because that's huge advice for everybody mm -hmm. uh, out there, but there's a lot of professionals that, that watch or listen to this particular series and they're wanting to grow and scale their business that way. For you particularly, when was the time where you felt that it was right or you needed, you said, next step, I need to hire a coach. Mm -hmm. That first coach that you brought on, mm -hmm. what was your thought process to get there and do that? Yeah, I, well, oh, I don't remember. I may have to think through my thought process. Oh, no, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> hey, this is live. This yeah, is what maybe about. I'll think through my thought process there. But, uh, you know, I, for me, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go into that. Um, because I wore a shield mm -hmm. for so long. Right. Um, and this is something that people do a lot, and we do in business, is that we just think that I'm going to wear a shield. I don't want anyone to think that anything's wrong, that everything's perfect in my business, even though I'm struggling to make my payments. And, but I'm like, everything's perfect, right? And so that's actually a scarcity mentality, not an abundance mentality, but we think it's in abundance, right? Mm -hmm. So I started poking holes into my armor and being more vulnerable and, and letting people see the real me because that's like business, right? We want to work with people we know, like, and trust. Well said. I know what you do you are mm -hmm. and until I know who you are I can't trust you right right but I wasn't letting people see that mm -hmm. I was just being no I've got it all figured out wow. right so I wasn't willing to go for the one-to-one -one coaching mm -hmm. because I didn't want them to get under my skin wow. I was afraid I was afraid of that okay. I don't want them to know that I had this background in my life because I didn't tell anyone about that until about six years ago okay so my story was very coveted right? wow, so I went in for group coaching. It was safer. Okay. You know, I could just be a bystander. It was like watching Netflix. Sure. I could just watch watch everybody else get grilled and all that stuff, and right. I didn't have to get involved, and it was perfect for me. But I learned from it, right? Mm -hmm. And then I said, oh, you know, maybe I want to get into a little smaller group, and then now I want that one-to-one -one coaching. And, you know, it was very, very helpful. But, you know, the key was for me, it wasn't just a lending coach for mm -hmm. me or a real estate coach or whatever kind of coach, you know, business that you're in sure. for me it was also finding um, a zen coach i needed uh -huh. somewhat of a zen coach too to kind of poke more of these and then finally take the armor off hmm. and now the armor is just there wow. i mean it's off it's you get you get it well which is great and then <laughs> and then you've upgraded to multiple coaches and i think that yeah. that's that's a good uh you know stepping stone for anybody who's thinking about yeah. that or at the yeah. time and the place in their life Doing those group sessions and then working your way into something that's yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, if you're tailored. if you're afraid of that vulnerability, you'll get more out of one to one. But you you know, if you're afraid of that vulnerability or you're not really sure and you want to just dabble and see what coaching is all about, mm -hmm. then I would say you know step into some kind of coaching. It doesn't matter. Love it. This this is huge yeah. advice. Hopefully everybody's writing this down, taking notes. This is really really applied knowledge into it. I do want to shift gears, and mm -hmm. you might have already addressed a little bit of this uh, so far, but I do want to dive a little bit deeper. This is the tricky part of this particular interview. It's a challenge question. Okay. Um, I always lead into it with, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, everybody deals with challenges, right? Right. In the course. past, now, yeah. into the future, Lots no one's exempt. But I think it really, really defines who we are and the opportunity to overcome that challenge. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so if you're comfortable sharing yeah. the challenge you've oh, got, I'm comfortable sharing anything anymore. Let's do it's it. It's gone. It's all gone. What, what <laughs> What's that for you, Jen? I mean, uh, the challenge for me. Uh, should I be speaking towards being a lender and what the challenge was, that's or what it is so now? Because it's different now. You know, obviously, anything that really defined you yeah. that you said, I look back on and I overcame that, and it was something that um, you know can inspire people to understand yeah. that we all have struggles, we yeah. all have uh, hardship. Yeah. There, there again. There's two things. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Two things. Sure. Um, but but they they go together. It's be yourself. Everybody else is taken. Okay. Okay. We tend to so let's say someone's watching this and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to do an interview thing like that too. Sure. But they can't stand being in front of the camera. I mean, for us, we don't care. The camera's here. <laughs> we don't care. We don't care right. Yeah. Right. But it, you know, so it doesn't align with your goals. And so, so my premise in uh-huh. everything I do is that a life of values adds more value mm-hmm. everywhere in your life. Right? Yeah. It's finding your core values. Mm-hmm. So you can't come in and say, hey, I want to do that because that looks really cool. And it's the shiny object syndrome, right. right? And so you're trying to be like everybody else because they had a cool ad and you like their colors and you like their font and you like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't align with your practice, everyone can see through it. Sure. Right? And I think that that's the wall that we keep hitting and just saying, why is it? Because it's, it's mm-hmm. constant wall hitting, redirection, new shiny object, wall hit, new direction. Right, and we can't get through that wall. And we're going. I do everything that they do. I'm just as good as them. The thing is, you're doing something that's good for them, and not something that aligns with you. Well said. Right. Okay, yeah. And so what happens is you're stressed, you're overwhelmed, you're overworked, you're not making the money you want to make. Right. You're screaming at your kids. You're compromising your family. You're compromising your health. You're compromising everything to chase somebody else's dreams and style and everything else. So be yourself. Right? Yeah. I think that's, that's the biggest thing. For me, the biggest challenge I had was because of the armor I wore, mm-hmm. I thought I had good relationships, good business relationships, but they were all superficial. Oh, no. Okay. They'd come and go and come and go and come and go, and there was really no depth. And so mm-hmm. people would say, I really want deeper relationships, right? Okay. And I would say that too. I want really deeper relationships. But I couldn't go deep because I wasn't willing to open up, oh. right? And okay. we put that, I think, I put that facade on for a different reason, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of us put that facade on because we want to be very, very professional. Correct. I hope you think I'm professional even though I'm cheering, yes. right? Yeah. So it, there's that likability that happens. So it's the mm-hmm. difference between chasing clients and having clients chase you. Right. So if I love peanut butter cookies, then I'm going to sell peanut butter cookies because mm-hmm. it aligns with me. Sure. I don't need to have everybody buying my cookies. Right. I just need to find the people that like peanut butter cookies, and they'll just naturally be attracted. Mm-hmm. But if you don't share what you like, brownies, cookies, you have that armor on, you're trying to be too professional, and you're not letting the you shine through, mm. right? Then you're always going to chase people. Wow. They'll never chase you. I That's that's huge uh, for a lot of professionals that are out there because that's the struggle that so many deal yeah. with. And it doesn't matter what level, whether you're new or seasoned. Mm-hmm. I love your adage about, you know, really planting deep, right? Going right. deep instead of wide. And that's the adage that always pops into my head. You can go a mile wide and an inch deep, mm-hmm. or you can go a mile deep and an inch wide. Right. Um, right. And it just makes me think of the root analogy, right? A tree that has roots that are kind of grounded up at the top yeah. versus really deep. deep. 
wind blows that right over, but a deep-rooted tree is going to stay the test of yeah. time. And that's really what you're coveting and, and yeah. speaking to everybody out there. That's yeah. so true. And, and it's a little of both, actually, because, um, you know, it, at some point, if you go too wide and it's all superficial, you're going to run out of people. Right. <laughs> right? You'll just burn <laughs> through. Run out of, you're going to run yeah. out of people. Going really deep with a handful of people is, it can be, in my opinion, it's just mm -hmm. my opinion, sure. but it can be very self-serving. Okay, you want to go deep because you want to make money, mm -hmm. right? When you get to the point in your in your life and your career where you can say, I can go wide enough, mm -hmm. don't need everybody, right. just need a handful. I built my entire business on 22 people. Okay, I, you're, okay? We're, we're going yeah. deeper here. Right. This is really good. Right, I mean, I had thousands in my database because mm -hmm. doing uh, over a billion dollars of loans. I had a ton of people in my database, sure. but 22 people, right? So I went wide enough and deep enough with those 22 that okay. what I like to call rich, rich relationships. Uh, love it. Rich friendships, making friends while you're making money. Hmm. Right, not yeah. monetary, you know, the monetary sure. piece of that. Just having, you know, friends that would say to me, if I didn't have you as my lender, I wouldn't have my business. Wow. That's where you want to go. I mean, what mm -hmm. do you want to build? That's, that's something for people to think about is what's your why. What do you want to build? I wanted to have impact hmm. on someone's career wow. and be that roaming coach for everybody. Love it. So I, I think it's huge. <laughs> that speaks volumes, right? Yeah, um, I, I love all this stuff that's coming out. And, and again, this is just mm -hmm. so deep and rich with, with data and information. I, I, I love this segue into the next question. And thanks for sharing, Jen, because it's yeah, not easy to air stuff out. And I know you're super comfortable. Not everybody is, but uh, <laughs> but I do want to go on to the next one. This is actually one of my favorite questions. It's to travel back in time. Yeah. So if you could travel back in time mm -hmm. and give young Jen a piece of advice or two. Yeah. Well, I have de definitely have a theme going on here today, right? Yeah. Take off that freaking armor. Take off that armor sooner. You know, be real. Hmm. Be me and be real. It's just something that has to happen with age. Okay. <laughs> Age, it's just a number. But it just maybe, has to happen. With it. it is, but if I can tell people to just not be fake. Mm -hmm. Again, be yourself. Everybody else is taken. Just be yourself. Mm -hmm. And the people that, that are drawn to that will come right to you. Wow. Trying to be something for everybody. It's just going to take a long time. So that would be the first thing is like get that armor off. Okay. The second thing is invest in what we do. Mm -hmm. Right? We, we're lenders, title, and, and real estate, yeah, right? for sure. I don't know how many realtors I've talked to, and I've, and I've taught thousands of classes, right? Sure. That don't own more than their own home. Wow. That's like me being a Mary Kay consultant and saying, you should wear Mary Kay. I don't wear a Mary Kay. <laughs> I'm not going to do You that. should wear Mary Kay, right? Wow. And so I hear you know, clients say, is this a good time to buy? Yeah, you should be buying. This is the right time. <laughs> then why aren't you buying you're Good the point. lender, you're the title rep, right? You're the, you're the real estate agent. Why aren't you buying? If it's really that good of a time, why aren't you buying? And here's why. You didn't save. Wow. Didn't save for the rainy day. Mm -hmm. You didn't save to plan. And so everything I've done in my life has been by design and not, and not by default. Okay. Right? There's been some defaults because we make faults for human. Sure. Everything's been by design. For me, I wanted to get out of lending at 35 years. That was a magic number for me. It's a, it's a long, it's probably a menopausal thing that okay. happened to me. <laughs> that uh, right. I'm like, I am not telling anyone I've done this for 40 years because that's what attorneys do wow. when they shuffle across the floor when they're older, right? So, oh. so I just didn't want to say 40 years, okay. right? Not that I didn't have lost passion or anything. I just I had other things I wanted to do in life. Sure. 
And I also wanted to retire by the time I was 55. Okay. And so I was 54. I was 35 years in, mm. 54, and then I turned 55 later on in the year, right? So by design, you know, and mm. preparing for that exit so that it was on my terms. Wow. Not because I had no other option, mm -hmm. right? I was too old. Uh, the business was too hard, comp competition was too whatever, right. but it was by design. And so I would say, you know, think think out into that future of what do you want? Okay. What do you really, really want out there? Um, and plan for it today. Don't start planning for it when all of a sudden you're, oh, I think I, I, think I better plan for it, mm -hmm. right? Plan in advance. And I think that's a really, really big thing. So be yourself yeah. and plan in advance for, for whatever your exit is, for whatever it is, life, why are you doing this? Right, same thing. I, I really appreciate that, and I know a lot of people do as well. I, I mean, I think that touching on the, the initial thought of, of being an original, uh, you know, the, the trailblazers, the, the mavericks, the, the people who aren't afraid to be themselves, yeah. they're the ones who are making the waves yeah. in a positive. They're the, the legends in the world who are really Disruptors. making an impact. Disruptors and, and, and no one wants to work with a robot who walks like a duck, talks like a duck. They want to be genuine, as you said, get yeah. to know, like, and trust, but then be something different, be that original. Uh, today I posted a meme that literally says, stay original. Yeah. So I'm a firm believer into that, and uh, I love that you mentioned that. So everybody needs to hear that again and listen to that um, yeah. very specifically. But the, the other note into that is really planning. You know, yeah. that's just so brilliant, and it seems so commonplace, but, you know, from hearing it from you, Jen, yeah. it's just nice for everybody else to be reminded again yeah. if they needed that, because it makes perfect yeah. sense. Well, and especially, you know, for the new people that are in the business, whether, you know, you're young and new, or whether you're older and new sure. in the business, right, it doesn't matter. But, you know, we all had our heyday before the crunch, and mm -hmm. everybody was making all kinds of money and spending money and having all these crazy things. And thankfully, we, we were never like that. We okay. were just accumulating properties. Every loan I closed was a means for how do I get another house, mm. right? Because the more homes I have, the more opportunities I have to retire earlier, right? Um, so I think that's where that's where the difference is. So it doesn't matter where you are in the practice, your practices. You know, every single time you close, it's sale. Mm -hmm. So if you're not a realtor, or realtor sure. every time you close a sale, what percentage of your money is going to be dedicated to your future? You're helping other people with their future, but what are you going to do for your future? Mm -hmm. And so start today in doing that. And I didn't do it right away. Sure. I did it because I was trying to prove to everybody everything, right? Mm -hmm. But when I did, I was like, gosh, you know, I wish I had saved back. And we all know the books, the different books, you know, about the latte factor and about saving pennies. And mm -hmm. we know all that. Um, so the sooner you can start working towards that and buy your own product. Love I mean, it. it's one of the best investments around. Sure. Agreed. How can you break that down? And again, Bitcoin. <laughs> sorry, we're not going to go into cryptocurrency, everybody. That's a whole nother podcast and series. But yeah. uh, Jen, that was awesome. And again, that's not just great advice for young Jen, but everybody who's watching and listening, everybody. myself included, that is huge information. So I do want to shift gears, and this is actually a crowd pleaser for this particular series. Okay. It's the feeding of the mind question. Okay. Yeah. So um, everybody really wants to know what the Titans are feeding their minds, how they're growing and how they've scaled that way. So books yeah. you're reading or have read, podcasts you're listening to or listen yeah. to, uh, coaches and or right. influencers that you follow. How are you mm -hmm. feeding your mind? Yeah, um, you, first of all, you would not want to be in my mind because I am, oh. a, big, <laughs> I am a big consumer. Okay. I am a huge consumer, but I'm also a very large implementer. You know, okay. And that's why the name of my podcast is Stop talking, take action, get results. Love it. Right? Which is an amazing podcast. Again, I want to give a big, big shout out. Yeah, I have links you. in the comments below. It's yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal resource. Thank you. Thank Huge. You. Yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, you know, so that's that's one of the the things that you know I do is I'm just a big consumer. But when I consume it, I also implement pieces of it. You know, mm -hmm. and you have to strategize that. And there's some things that you have to put on a parking lot and say, you know what, I want to do it, but not today. Sure. Right. It's when you get stifled by all my all of it coming in that you do nothing. You know, and that's mm -hmm. why I always call it a Netflix. You know, you watch it and then you go, oh, that was a really good podcast, and and then you do nothing. You know, so right. carve out some time on the backside of it. But yeah, I consume a lot. Um, so I read between four to five books a month. Okay, I used it. to read four to five a week. Ugh. I'm a speed reader. It was one of the things I did at Colorado State. I thought if I'm, if I'm gonna be a doctor, if I'm gonna be a cardiologist, I better learn how to read really fast. Oh, I love so that. I took speed yeah. reading. Um, and I still speed read. Uh, and I and I have like an 87% retention, so that's oh, fine. Wow. That's huge. Um, but one of my mentors, Darren Hardy, told me, you need to go back and read a whole bunch of books like four more times. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me to read them. Yeah. So I, I tend to do that. So I don't, actually don't really have a book that I'm reading okay. at any given moment because I'm reading so many that I, I kind of don't even know. I don't even know the names of the books that I'm reading. I just read sure. them so fast. I, I just know that they inspire me. Right. But I take copious notes in Love books. Um, and so every book I read, you, you can see where I have actionable items. I have quotes in other sections. And I, I take them out of the pages and put them on the sides. Okay. And I type them up. Um, dictate them to myself, especially mm. quotes, motivational yeah. quotes. Huge. I dictate them to myself. Mm. I do a recording, and then I listen to my own self-talk, talking to myself. Wow. Self-talk. Okay. Does that yeah. make sense? It does. <laughs> so when I say a quote, you know, like uh, if I were to say, you know, stop talking, take action, get results, I'd probably say, okay, Jen, so just would you stop talking, take some action, and then you're going to get the results that you want. So I would change mm. it so that I'm really talking to myself. Right. Um, I do that a lot. Okay. Um, podcast junkie, obviously, because yep. I'm a podcaster. I love a ton of podcasts. Um, gosh, let me think of some of the podcasts. Yeah, on the spot. I mean, I'd be happy to put them in in the post and stuff. I'd be happy to go to them because I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Sure. But I just go click, 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 click. I'm listening to. You know, I listen to some women podcasts. I listen to real estate podcasts. Um, I listen to motivational podcasts, okay, obviously. Mm -hmm. I listen to our industry podcasts as well. I've been on lots of those as well. Um, that definitely podcast, but I subscribe to Hal Elrod's uh, Miracle Morning. Okay. So that's one yeah. thing that I do every day. Now, Hal, Hal and I are in a, we both speak in the same kind of circuit. Very cool. And um, so if you've not read that book, it's super easy, but I, I subscribe to Savers. So that gets, you know, my head, what do they call it? Check up from the neck up every morning. <laughs> that's it, right? check up from the neck up. Um, if you can't tell or not, I'm not into yoga. Okay. I'm trying. <laughs> it's an acquired, you know, thing. I'm trying. Jen, you know, yeah. I can get on the floor. I just can't get back up. <laughs> now, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to do that um, a little bit more. But And so I wouldn't say I meditate or pray because I'm so faith forward. Okay. Um, so I make sure I get that pulled together. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I read a, a book every day. It's um, about wisdom. Uh, okay. If you've ever read Proverbs, the entire thing. You have a, a, a degree in finance if you mm -hmm. read all of Proverbs. And so I read this little book of wisdom every day about how to apply wisdom to my business every day wow. um, and that's really really critical and you'll you'll see me injecting that into a lot of things that I that I um, do okay. um, but you know my specialty as a coach mm -hmm. is that I am a lifestyle business coach right so we focus on your lifestyle what lifestyle do you want you want to work three days a week two days a week you have to be home at three every day for your kid okay what kind of lifestyle do you want you want three months of vacation and we build your business around that lifestyle instead of creating a business and then fitting in and squeaking in and trying to fit in your life, right? Okay. So I'm at the dance studio hmm. five days a week. Okay. 
anywhere from one to three hours. And I am a competitive ballroom Latin and swing dancer. I love that. Cool. But it's because I know what my priorities are. Hmm. And I do those first and then fit my business in, which means I'm hyper-focused in my business. Okay. I don't have time to have time ooze into a 70-hour work week. I just won't do it. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, I love that you're talking about ultimate priorities and being very laser-like focused. Uh, you're going into the feeding and the education portion. That's a heavy, you know, read. That's a that's a really, really constantly just growing your mind. And whatever degrees you have or mm -hmm. don't have, I mean, it's just constantly learning. And a life learner. You, you're yeah. a perfect example mm -hmm. of that. I mean, anybody who's watching or listening to this, I mean, you don't have to read four to five books a week. Um, I try two four to three months. a month, you know, <laughs> yeah. personally. But yeah. I mean, that's all. I think Warren Buffett reads eight hours a day. Yeah. Uh, he's a billionaire. He can do yeah. what he wants. But um, I think that... I've spoken on his stage, too. It's so awesome, right? <laughs> right, but, but that's what you want to do, is you want to, you know, put your, and you know this thing, put yourself around the five people, and it's kind of like what you build. You know, being part of Les Brown and Les Brown Juniors, you know, I mean, he's one of my, uh, I mean, all my life I have loved Les Brown. I yeah. quoted him day after day after day. You know, my favorite quote with him is, if you'll do what's easy, if you do what's easy, your life will be hard. Hmm. But if you do what's hard, your life will be easy. And we want easy. And then we wonder why we're stressed, overwhelmed, compromising. We're not. We're watching our family create memories while we're outside of it, right? We're not even in it because we're just running 100 miles an hour, okay. right? And so, but if we take that time to figure it out, whew, it's super easy. This Making is, it too hard. Uh, I love this, Jen. I mean, I'm telling you, this episode is just chock full of so many good takeaways and information. And, and as everybody knows, I'm going to have links in the comments down below so that you can feed your mind and follow just like Jen is doing and hopefully growing. Uh, the speed reading is fantastic. I mean, oh, yeah. just, that's a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah. we got to talk about that yeah, later. Yeah. But uh, I want to wrap everything up with a final question. Yeah. Uh, this one ends up being a quote or yeah. a mantra that you live mm -hmm. by that sums you up as a person, mm -hmm. a professional. What's that look like for Jen yeah, there's Well, there's, I am so complex. <laughs> can't you tell everybody? <laughs> I this just can't. Here. I mean, how dare you ask me a question and expect just one little just thing? Just one. Hit me with as many as you want. Hit me with no. as many I mean, I would go back to be yourself everybody else has taken. Hmm. You know? If Jenny, who ain't got a penny, can do it, you can too. Right? <sighs> you know? Um, I like to fail forward. It's okay to fail. And I fail a lot every day. Um, but, you know, yesterday's gone. Yesterday's gone. I have to focus on the forward of this, right? And I, I'm trying to upgrade myself all the time, upgrading myself. Um, I would just say life learning. I guess for me, it'd be life learning. I mean, try to be better tomorrow than you are today. Sure. But you have to take time to bookend your day to say, was I better? So here's something you could do every day. Yeah, this is something I do. So every day, so like we're gonna we're we're gonna finish this, right? Yeah. So tonight, one of the things I'm gonna be doing is what did I do really well? Three things that I did really well hmm. today's. Did I look at the camera enough? Right? Did I smile enough? <laughs> what did I do? Did I, I think speak so. up, right? Whatever it is, I'm gonna look and say what what are the three things I did really well today? Hmm. And then what are two things I didn't do so well? Okay. Okay. And it's not the whole day. It's this interview. <laughs> then we have I have a coaching call. How did I do in my coaching call? Then I might have another podcast, right? Mm -hmm. And you might have a meeting with someone or whatever it is, right? Sure. So three, two, one. So three things I did really well. Hmm. Two things that I didn't do so well. And one thing I can improve on. Wow. And tomorrow, you'll be that much better. Hmm. Right? Sure. But if you don't take the time to do that, then tomorrow you'll probably be like today. 
And then you'll wonder why your business doesn't grow and why things don't get better for you, right? So take the time for yourself. I mean, it's super, super, super easy. And I would say do it at every single thing that you've done for the day. And there's a huge level of honesty, uh, humility, character for you to be able to do that. When right. you're doing it with yourself, it's okay. Nobody's going to see That's it. That's right. No one knows. But it's, <laughs> no it's for your own good. It. It's for your own good. Yeah, it's for your own good. But yeah. I, I think, you know, a three, two, one every single day is really a good way for you to know, you know, did I read enough? Did I not read enough? You know, oh, I was reading that book, but my mind drifted because that deal was blowing up or whatever, right? right? And so what did I do? Well, I tried to read, but what didn't I? You know what? Phone goes off next time. That's how I'll improve it. Because you never know, and that next page could be that one thing that changes your life. Gosh. Hey, look, Jen, that was amazing. <laughs> you heard it here, everybody. Please, please subscribe to Jen's podcast. Take a look at everything that she's doing online. It's fantastic. And again, really making an impact in the communities that she works all internationally, which is fantastic into that. So Jen, Sorry. it's been an honor to have you. You are an official real estate thank titan. You. I didn't need to tell you that, but you are for sure. Um, everybody, thanks so much as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like what we're doing here at Real Estate Titans, do not forget to throw a like on Facebook page. Also subscribe to YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and Google uh, Podcasts. Live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location, and we'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Bye, Take care. Everybody. Have a great weekend.